Welcome to day seven of the 31 days of podcasting. Still going. This has probably been my most challenging day to record so far. Just from, you know, the simple fact that I'm not going to lie, I'm in a bit of pain right now. My back went out this morning, but uh, we're going to record. We're going to keep going. And I have somebody uh, to hang out with today to help me take on the load of carrying this episode. So uh, who's hanging out with me today? Matthew Robinson with Broken Prism Games and Broken Prism Reviews. Yeah, that's right. We're going to talk to Matthew a little bit. Uh, Not the first time, of course. We've talked to Matthew in the past. Matthew was on when he had his Kickstarter getting ready to launch. So uh, he's on today, though, because he is also, like I talked about last night in, in the episode, he's part of the United Geeks Network, and we're going to have various people on from the United Geeks Network to kind of let you guys get to know them a little bit, what they bring to the network, and just the hows and whys of them becoming part of the network, all that kind of good stuff. So I thought those would be kind of cool episodes to have within the 31 days. And so we're going to start it off with Matthew. Before we get to that, Matthew, let me go ahead and do the housekeeping stuff up front. Absolutely. So we, of course, uh, have the shout outs from Nine Kingdoms, who are currently at PAX East, booth C303, just in case you... uh, happen to somehow listen to us in between heading over to PAX East, which is amazing and awesome, and I'm pretty sure just making that up in my head. Uh, But if you are, (laughs) go check them out at the booth. You can check out Titans of Empyrean, which is coming to its final days on Kickstarter right now. So if you're not at PAX East, go on over to Titans of Empyrean on Kickstarter and check out the game. And you can also demo the next game I believe they're going to release, uh, which is a party-style game called Keep Calm. They are demoing both of those at PAX East. So go check that out. And, of course, you can also check out NineKingdoms.com, and that is nine spelled out. So go check them out and give them some love because they have definitely supported us during the 31 days of podcasting and we greatly appreciate it also like i said last night uh, nothing has changed as of this morning that i could tell i went through we are still at the point where we are giving 90 dollars to charity right now 90 dollars and 24 cents to be specific uh but we are at the 90 dollar mark and that is awesome and i want to see that continue to grow again our charity of choice is jack vassal memorial fund We'll talk at the end of the episode about the different ways that you can help us as well and help them. But I also want to mention up front that we have the contest that I announced last night, or we will be doing a contest, I should say. We're going to do it in April. During the month of March, you guys get to help us grow the prize package for that contest. So right now, it's a guaranteed one game that somebody will win. For every $100, so again, we're $10 away, for every $100 that we raise for charity, we are going to add another game to that prize package. And I'm being vague about the games right now because on March 16th, during our three-year anniversary Google Hangout, I will announce the games that have been unlocked so far that will be part of that prize package. And again, that'll continue on until the end of March. So April 1, we'll take a look at it, see how much we raised, how much we're going to be able to give to the Jack Vassal Memorial Fund, and then we will expand out the number of games that we run for the contest in April. All right. Woo, that was a lot to say up front. (laughs) So Matthew. Yes. You and I have known each other for quite a while. I mean, we've talked, we talked about it I think briefly or a bit when you were on 
for your interview for the game of crowdfunding, but you and I go back as far as like the game crafter chat, I think is where we initially started having conversations. And that's, that's been quite a while now. I think I, I can't, I can't pinpoint, I guess in my head, a specific time where I didn't know you from the game crafter chat at this point. So <laughs> you would probably know that more than I would because, uh, I've been hanging out there off and on since 2009. So you would know when you joined. So I, I know, I don't think I remember you back from 2009, but, or, no. or am I, am I incorrect in that? No, you're correct. I, I joined in late in, uh, 2013. Okay. Um, that's when I first started having ideas for my first game and chase Jason Glover down from the internet to the game crafter chat and started designing games. Yeah. So from there, you've kind of become one of the people that is in and out of, of chat and, and one of the people that, that everybody kind of knows and, and that uh, is part of that growing community. Uh, and that's where you and I started having some conversations and started to get to know each other. And, uh, I think it was, now I, I, you know, you and I had always had conversations, and and again, you're you're a part of the community, so you're always somebody that I look forward to talking to and stuff like that. But I do remember at one point tracking down. I think you had posted a link to it or a side conversation, or you posted a link to something that that got me down the rabbit hole where I discovered some of like your motivational speaking that you did. Oh yeah, yeah, and so that kind of pulled me in as well. And I thought, okay, this is kind of cool. Here's here's a guy, you know, he's doing his thing. He's trying to make games. Uh, he's also trying to inspire some other people. So there was that connection then. And that's I think that's maybe about the point where it clicked over to me that you might have kind of become part of my extended family at that point. <laughs> well, that's that's really good to hear. That was the moment. Yeah, I you know, it's. You only get so much time in the world and to do as much creative stuff as you can. And then as a, I want to say it was Mozart, maybe it was Beethoven, you know, approach that point and then turn around and share that with other people is the true goal. Like getting really good at what I do is, is not the goal. Getting good at what I do and sharing that with others and getting them to be good at what they want to do is the real goal. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And again, that's kind of one of the things that sort of pulled me in. And then you and I had had some other conversations around some other things. I remember you trying to, uh, you were going to go out to your first convention, I think it was. And we had had some conversation around that. And you you took on that experience. And that was, if I remember right, that was a pretty successful experience for you all the way around. Absolutely. I went to the Dallas Comic-Con fan version of the San Diego Comic-Con. Like they do the Dallas version of what San Diego does. And it's not as big, but it's still a pretty impressive show. Had a lot of great people there. And I took some 40 copies of my game and left with none of them and was pretty, pretty pleased by that experience. Also met Len Wee, I guess he's the guy who claims to have invented Wolverine. So it was kind of, I was across the hallway from him, like one booth away from him. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> Back then though, you weren't, you were still kind of doing just game design at what point did you decide you wanted to do reviews um well it's i do my best not to ever talk bad about anybody but we'll use them unnamed there's a reviewer whose queue was had a voting contest like you could you could pay to move your game up the queue and that was fine and gimmicky until um much larger companies were just outright paying to be put first so it took six, seven months to get my game reviewed after I had already mailed it to him. It was just sitting on a shelf. And I said, you know what? I can't believe that that exists and that there's nobody out there for the indie designer. 
I want to review games as quickly as I can for people who otherwise would never get the chance to get their game reviewed. You know, I know I'm going to end up with a lot of really bad games, but I would rather mentor that person than not, you know, not allow them to have any help whatsoever. Like I, you know, review games that I get and the games that I get that I don't review, I'm in contact with the designer and be like, hey, let's, let me help you flesh some of this out. And so it's just become part of what I want to do. Some of that behind the scenes helping, helping the little guy. I don't know how many times I have to apologize for that, Matthew. <laughs> I, you know, we, we, we do what we do and, and just kind of let it go, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know, I started doing the motivational speeches because like, you know, if you keep believing in it, one day Jeff King will review your game. <laughs> and that happened. Yeah. I, I, uh, we got to review host. Indeed. Yeah. That was a, uh, big moment for me as a, as a small guy in the industry, you know, it's, you know, way back when, my, when I was so much younger, it was huge. And, you know, like, oh my God, all us geeks reviewed my game. So much younger. Yeah. So screw, much screw, younger. Screw you right now. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> uh, you're still yeah. a baby face. <laughs> yeah, but now I own a house. I'm getting married in 40 days. Like it's, right. it's crazy. So. Congrats, by the way, on all of it. That's yeah. Oh, you thanks. you went through some uh, major major things here recently, <laughs> especially like some of it was at the same time as your last Kickstarter, right? Yeah, I life either gives you nothing or it gives you everything at once. So it's like I need to kickstart a game, but I need to buy a house and I need to get ready to get married. Like so, I just had to manage that all at one time. So. <laughs> And I took over a new position at work, so I've been traveling more. Yeah, you have it's been, been great. That's right. Yeah, which in one aspect, at least for us, was awesome because you got to actually mm-hmm. hang out with us for the the gaming weekend I put on. So that was really cool. It was good to have you in house. Yeah, and I I got to meet Dan, uh, who's kickstarting Dino Dude Ranch because of that. I was in the, that part of New York and got to go hang out with him for a half hour or so. It's kind of cool. You okay? So you're you're reviewing games and stuff. I I guess uh, one of the things I'd like to well, first of all, why don't you kind of tell people a little bit about your I guess pitch, if you will, or or your mission statement with Broken Prism Reviews? Okay, uh, I should have one probably, but <laughs> I I think off the cuff, my goal is to give you a an unboxing, so show off the components video followed immediately by a example of a couple rounds of gameplay, followed immediately by my opinion of the game. And the reason I stick my opinion at the end is because I'm not into myself. You know, it's it's not a check out my channel, my reviews. It's check out this review of this game that I talk about. So I, I'm at the end of the video, but it's really the mission and the goal is to get, if you're going to sell from the Game Crafter exclusively, you know you're going to only ever make maybe four or five games. I can do a video review for you. This adds some legitimacy to your game and potentially give you an extra sale or two here or there. Well, that's the mission statement. <laughs> and then the theory behind it is like, you need to care enough about your game to get a review done or why bother? So I'm, I'm here for you. If, you know, if you don't care enough to get a review done, then please don't make a game. You know, let, let's talk a little reviewer shop then right now. Cause I, I've got. While you were talking, I have a couple of questions that popped into my head. Oh yeah, and I know as as you know somebody that's that is also doing <laughs> the review side of things and the videos. Uh-huh. Now that we've kind of extended out on that, how has your format been received? Do you have you gotten any feedback about it or or anything like that yet? 
Well, when I first started out, I was trying to also add a gimmick to each video. So like one video, I did a lot of it in stop motion. One video, I did it in the as a character. Like, for example, the song Froggy video, I tried to do it in the voice of the frog from the game. And that was well received. But I realized I can't take myself seriously and make a fool out of myself every video. So, I, you know, I moved to this new format and people are they, they like it. They're watching it. I mean, it's the same probably 20 designers from the Game Crafter watch each video. I've got, I'm up to 30 subscribers now, which is pretty exciting. But uh, they're all, you know, I bet I can name them <laughs> just off the top of my head, knowing knowing who's in the Game Crafter chat. So generally, how long, how long are your videos right now? Trying to keep them to five minutes, which is difficult. I really don't let myself go over 15 minutes. It just depends on the game. Like I tackled one of the Kickstarter games and something went wrong with the formatting and I have to apologize and to him to this day but uh for the forged in steel it was my longest <laughs> video <laughs> but then at some point the video went into the super zoom mode and it showed you like three letters of yeah. the text of one card <laughs> I, was, I didn't know how to fix it i couldn't figure out how to just edit that frame after it was already uploaded to youtube didn't want to make a second video so i compromised and i just backed his game and so i'll be getting a copy of the production version of that game which is pretty exciting <laughs> All right, so yeah, it's a great so, game. It's just my fault that I I felt so guilty that my video screwed up. But yeah, I'm, so I'm learning as I go too. That's that's the other thing. That's why it's you know it's free unless you need it tomorrow. Right. Uh, well, and, and that was like I mean to again the peel back the curtain a little bit. The Forge and Steel one was me kind of reaching out to you because we had taught, you know, part of being the United Geeks Network is on our contact form, we do have, do you want us to reach out to any other reviewers in the network? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I have a working relationship with Don and, and I have for a while and I knew he needed some extra reviews. So I'd asked him if that was something he'd be interested in. And I thought that would also be a good, I'm going to say test. That's not the right word. But test for you, for you personally, not for me testing you, but for you personally, if that was an avenue you'd even want to go down, because it really is, especially as a reviewer, once you open the rabbit hole of Kickstarter games, there's no end of work if you want it. So it was me and Don having that conversation and then me asking you if it was something that you'd be willing to do and then kind of connecting you and Don together to to see if that was something you'd be interested in. Yeah. And I hope he feels good about how I you know handled that. I noticed the video was never posted during the campaign, which kind of got to me a little bit, but I haven't really contacted him since. And I just hope he knows that if he needs me to do something else, I'll do it again. I'm getting better with each passing video. And I am excited to see the production copy that I backed on his Kickstarter campaign as a way to make up for doing a, a video. You know, I, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. I mean, I, I have conversations with Don all the time and uh, mm-hmm. it really was. I mean, he, he wasn't sure what to do with it because it, it was so kind of jarring when that happened. And I told you yeah. that I pointed it out to you as well. It's like, uh, what what happened here? So he I mean, he felt bad, but he also didn't know if it was a good idea to throw it on the page. So I mean, yeah, and I, don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I, uh... So it's, it's, it's not that, you know, like I, I under, I feel where you're coming from because there are times that happens to us all the time. And I, I never understand it. If, if we're not giving a bad review, I don't understand why you've asked me to do a review and haven't used it. Right. Now, if, if I've done some, if we've come out and said, yeah, you know, this isn't a game, but, it's definitely not in our wheelhouse and you know, I can maybe see X playing it, but 
we can't recommend it. Well, then sure. You're not going to throw that up on your Kickstarter page. Right. Or something like where there was some either glaring errors or like you had the technical difficulties. I can understand it. Uh, but when it, the ones that bother me is when it's flat out, we did a fully positive review. The person asked me for the review and some instances they've had me rush the review and then it never sees the light of day. Mm-hmm. Those always get to me, but I never, I think I've only asked one person why. And it was because I had a personal relationship with them. And I just flout. So I said, look, I usually don't ask this, but I know you, you know me. What made you decide not to put my Kickstarter on your page? And in that instance, it actually happened to be, holy crap, it's not on there. <laughs> oh, and he, no, there's a lot going on. So, yeah. maybe, you know. so I mean, there's that, but I, I feel where you're coming from. It, 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 it can sometimes, I mean, we, we put a lot of time into what we do, especially, mm. you know, you're, you're focusing on the video side. Video is like the bane of my existence. So yeah, I, I really like, I'll edit audio all day and that's tedious as well and time consuming, but it seems like I'm always constantly kind of doing something mm-hmm. where video is the hurry up and wait and then locks up your, computer so you can't do something else you know like if there's something processing on the audio side my laptop still works (laughs) so i can go Mm -hmm. do something and kind of check back over every once in a while where video is like well i guess i'll go make dinner (laughs) right yeah and i hunted down why it did that and it happened every time i exported the video i had left a check mark for stabilized shaky video and it was a scene where i was panning across the board so I was like, I know how to fix this. <laughs> and it zoomed way, way in to the one pixel it saw the entire time. But uh, so I know it won't happen again. And te- technical difficulties happen. The problem is like I'd already exported it, set it up, and it was like midway in the video. So I hadn't, you know, rewatched it once it was uploaded, heard that it was uh, screwed up. And I'd already gotten rid of all the source video because I have to make room for the next review I'm doing. You know, these it's six or seven gigs when you film all this stuff. Then you add voiceovers. So after I upload it, I get rid of it. And uh, I would have had to have gone back to scratch to do it again. I think I'm lucky enough that I can keep I keep the last two or three. I have a, a side drive that I keep the last two or three. But I try not to keep much more than that because you're right. I mean, if you start looking at that drive and it's like, holy crap, it's almost full. Pretty much all I got to do is go to the video section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because, yeah, what what you see and what gets recorded are two massively different things as well. Yeah, there's a lot more video because I keep all the raw for the last two or three. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I should. I'm still working from a a work-provided laptop. So I've only got (laughs) like 15 gigs partitioned off that I can use for whatever I want as part of my work contract. So, you know, I add and delete stuff as I go. but. Well, and that's uh, another thing, too, that I've recently had to deal with is, you know, we had our, I had the editing laptop crash. Oh, yeah. And that was a pain. So now I've got this awesome little backlog because I always tell, like, even Don and I were having a conversation off to the side here recently, and and he was, uh, I was filling him in on what was going on over here. And he's like, oh, man, that sucks. He goes, I always talk about having a couple extra laptops around, and I never do. And I'm like, well, I have laptops. But for audio, any of my laptop, I could grab a spare and I'd be fine. But video is such a different beast. I don't think I have yeah. a spare laptop. And if it's spare, that's probably part of the reason why it's spare. I don't have a spare laptop that can just start managing 
video editing real well. So I had to scramble to get a new one. The other thing I was going to ask you, but actually I, I don't think I need to as much because since you're trying to keep your videos around the five minute mark and less than 15, then yeah, your, your format probably works out pretty well. It's usually like, like for us, you know, we, if you see the kind of the progression of different styles of videos from when we first started to what I do now mm-hmm. and what I started getting and what I started seeing in the general public is, Stop showing me how to play the game. I don't need you to tell me how to play the game. Just tell me what you think of the game. So, you know, we used to do the, here are all the components. Here's how to play the game. Here's my opinions. But for us, that ended up being half hour, 45 minutes, an hour long video. And that is a pain to edit and render. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And that's when I did my first video. I I set out to film everything about it and get really into it. When I saw the how huge a half hour video was, I said nope, <laughs> right, and changed my format before I ever put out my first video. So, <laughs> so we kind of took some of that to heart. And then the other thing, and and this is actually kind of humorous. And I, I don't know if I've I've ever I might have said this once somewhere on one of the episodes, but you know we started doing the or I started doing the. Um, gameplay behind us while we Mm -hmm. give our opinion and the entire reason i ever first did that the first video i ever did that for i wasn't sure how it was going to get received and then it was like the designer was just like oh this is so awesome i love seeing the game play out behind them and check it out and you know so he was actually like promoting it pretty heavy because he really liked the concept and the funny thing is oh yeah it was supposed to be our normal process but the audio just tanked on the gameplay for some reason and i could not get it to work and i didn't want to i didn't want to re-record the whole thing because we had a good gameplay we just didn't have the audio for it so i was like screw it i'm gonna try this i stripped the audio and put it as the background and made us talk kind of off to the side in the little window and it was all because of that audio problem that that format ever kind of started And now that's that's the way we do things. But it also has really helped me get it so that our videos are in that, you know, 15 minute ish range as well now, because I can fast forward the gameplay behind me to fit my talking points. Right. Absolutely. So uh, it's actually been a blessing in disguise that the audio crapped out on that game, that first gameplay video. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty excellent. I've you know, secretly um, been thinking maybe I adopt that method because it looks really cool to have that picture-in-picture look and the um, the game up behind you. Yeah, it's like I said, that, it's so funny to me because it, that it kind of became a, a selling point for the first person we ever did it for when it was all because of error on the back end. <laughs> Yeah, and then sometimes that's what happens. It's it's like in anything, it's the first mistake is the greatest hit. You know, it's musicians have that problem and actors and stuff. It's so I'm gonna accidentally put this together and it goes over really, really well. It's pretty nice. What made you decide to join the United Geeks Network? So that's one of the reasons why you're on today. Um, was it Oscar Wilde who said, I don't want to be any par- part of any group that will have me. <laughs> I don't, I, well, it's, it's good. Cause it's, I get a chat with other people making reviews on other games. I have a, it's, it's good to have a family to go behind and talk with. Like I've chatted with the game huntress and, uh, we've shared each other's tweets and on and on. Courtney is awesome, Courtney. isn't she? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's, 
it's that kind of thing. You know, I could continue to struggle and do this thing on my own, but when there's a, you know, a group more than willing to cross promote and have, we have our Facebook group where we can get in and chat just the six of us or whatever is really nice. I can, if I'm struggling or feeling down, I could pop in there and be like, I just can't get why blue screen isn't working today. And someone can say, Oh, this. And, uh, it's good to have that because it's, you know, I do these videos myself. Uh, I don't have a second player. I don't have someone holding the camera. So it's this incredibly lonely experience, but to be able to share that on Facebook with, uh, just a couple other people in the network is great. Yeah. I think one of the things I'd like to see this year is, is to maybe, maybe, and maybe I need to do a little more reaching out because a lot of times I don't, I don't pull anybody in. I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a pressure salesman. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like, Hey, you've got to be part of our network. I don't do that often. I, I will put out the, if somebody's looking, let us know, but I would like mm-hmm. to kind of maybe expect, I think right now you're our only solo video content creator. I mean, you know, obviously we do videos, rolling dice and taking names does videos. Mm-hmm. But I think you're the only person in, you know, if you look at our members list and the categories they fit into, you're the only one under video content creator. And I'd like to get a few more people because I think I really want people to understand that United Geeks Network is not a podcast network. It's an online media network. So I'd like to fill out, you know, we've got a few blogs. We've got mostly podcasts. But I'd like to mm-hmm. fill out the video side of things a little bit more too. No, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd welcome the company. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. It's I, and 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 I think you kind of hit on one of the things. Anything I do is is the community family aspect of things, and and that is a big piece of what the network means to me. You know, it's we've all got our pieces of the pie that we're we're dealing with, but we're all interconnected in some form or fashion by our geek passions and mm-hmm. that's what the network is all about. And we do have, like you said, that little Facebook group that we can all hang out with. And sometimes it's just, let's be silly, but let's be silly mm-hmm. together. And sometimes, like you said, it's like, uh, I'm having problems with this. Who else has experienced this? Or does any have anybody have experience with X or so it's, it's kind of fun to have that a sounding board that you know you'll probably get some kind of response because you know sometimes there there are there are active Facebook groups but they're so active and so big that you some every once in a while you could maybe get swallowed in the ocean right mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean I've done that I I've actually did a post about our Patreon page on one of the Patreon ones because that was such a new thing to me that I wanted some extra feedback and I think nobody responded for like I don't know uh, weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think at one point I finally went back and said, Oh, okay. So my page is perfect. Thanks. <laughs> you know, And then finally right. started getting some responses or something like that. Cause it was like, I'm not, I'm not promoting myself. I'm actually genuinely asking, am I doing this right? You know, or is, is this something, you know, just right. like, just like we talk about with the Kickstarter stuff, it was the same thing. It's I'm trying to like, Hey, this, this is new to me. This is a new area. This is what we got set up. Does this make sense? Uh, if you as a person coming in, you know, so I'm trying to ask these questions is just like cricket noise, cricket noise for, for so long. So that's the nice thing about having the focused group, right? I mean, Oh yeah. That's what I was say. Uh, anytime I talk about my channel, otherwise people think I'm promoting myself. I can talk to this small group and they know it's, I'm looking for help and looking for advice on these things that anywhere else I go, I say, Hey, broken prison reviews are like, Oh, you're promoting 
shameless promotion. I'm like, oh, it's not that. I just want to know, should I put the six hours a night into this thing that I do or not? (laughs) I'm glad you're part of the network. I'm glad you, you came on. It's been an awesome experience. And if you, obviously, if you ever need anything from me, let me know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they uh, on speed Google now. <laughs> uh, I, I think at this point in uh, our relationship, you know, I'm more than willing to answer any questions that come my way. Doesn't mean I have mm-hmm. all the answers, but. <laughs> right. You're willing to provide an answer, whether it's an accurate one or not. <laughs> I'm at least willing to point you in another direction if I have to. Absolutely. If I'm aware of another direction. Wow, we've been talking a while. We have. Uh, I suppose I should probably wrap this one up. Matthew, thanks for coming on and hanging out with me for one of the dailies. And again, that's uh, Broken Prism Reviews and Broken Prism Games because he is a game designer as well. He's got some games out there. And most of your games are over on the Game Crafter, correct? Correct, yeah. And they, they will be for the foreseeable future. That's where my games will live. All right. So there you go, everybody. I am going to real quickly again, The we're in the 31 days of podcasting. It's the pledge drive. Uh, we are splitting everything 50-50 with charity that we bring in in the month of March uh, during the pledge drive and how you can participate in that. Go on over to allusgeeks.com. Everything is listed there, but we have a donate button. You can just do a straight donation. And if you've got something you want us to say or if you want to make sure we keep you anonymous, just put it in the notes when you send over the donation. Or you can just straight PayPal it to podcast at allusgeeks.com. There are the $5 shout outs. That's a tweet size shout out, and that's $5 per episode. Uh, you can do that. You can do audio ads, which are 15 if you record it per episode and $25 per episode if we record it. And you can also take out a website ad on our page, which we will promote your Kickstarter and put an ad on the site and share it out via our social media and also put a pledge towards your project. Uh, the details are over there. I'm not going to go into that, but basically out of that, we end up with $5 that we will, of course, split with charity as well. And that is pretty much it. Uh, again, if you prefer to help us monthly, you can do that over at patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash all us geeks. And there you can help us monthly. And again, depending on which milestones we hit at the end of March, we will retroactively go back and give more to charity potentially. I think our next milestone is getting to $100 a month. And then we go from a 50-50 split to a 60-40 split. So that would be awesome as well. So we will retroactively go back and give 60% to charity instead of 50%. That is it. Oh, and you know, while I do still have Matthew here with me. Matthew, thank you for being a patron. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I like getting content. <laughs> we greatly appreciate you uh, supporting us. And I like to point out when we have patrons on that come and join us. So thank you very much, sir. We greatly appreciate you supporting us doing this. I also wanted to add in your intro, you kicked off saying you needed 10 more dollars to get to the next prize level pack thing. And I secretly went in and added that $10. So, <laughs> yeah, but did you Since add for pledge driving? I want the listeners to know I, I pledged for the pledge drive on top of being a Patreon. So you pledged $10? Oh, yeah. All right. So then we're $5 away. Dude, it's the 50 50 split. So we're $5 uh, away, people. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> 
we're five dollars away then from getting the next game. So that's awesome. Again, and March sixteenth, the Google Hangout for the three year anniversary. March sixteenth is our anniversary. That's our actual anniversary that we've been doing this for three years. Uh, Jordan and I cannot believe it, but it is happening. And we have threatened to do a Google Hangout forever. There you go. That's the perfect day to do it. So March 16th, we're doing the Google Hangout. Uh, the details, again, allisgeeks.com. You can check it out there. And we would love to see everybody hang out with us and have fun and just BS. We'll do some Q&A, uh, whatever comes up, comes up. And, of course, like I said, that is where I'm going to reveal the games that have been unlocked at that point in time. So uh, we've got until March 16th to see how many games we can unlock and then at least for you to see during the hangout, and then we will continue to unlock games as March goes on. All right. Thank you very much, Matthew. And thank you, everybody else, for hanging out with us for this 31 days of podcasting. I will be back tomorrow. 